Mimelo Mutine on Life Happens weekdays 1 to 3 p.m. on SAFM. We're back with our live broadcast here in Soweto in Orlando East and we are celebrating a Mandela Day in style with the senior citizens who are dressed to the nines with a beautiful lunch out here in the garden. We've got some beautiful trestle tables um, parked outside a, a modest house but beautiful garden it has. And uh, we're here also to hand over a kitchen that was donated by the Rand Easter Show and Lifestyle Kitchens and uh, all together being uh, facilitated by the SAP. SABC uh, Foundation and this is a work that the SABC Foundation has been doing over some time so they didn't just meet the group today they have had a relationship and assisting them in many different ways uh, in fact the the group of the elderly ladies uh, that, that that put the whole thing together um, a heartwarming story they they came together essentially because there was a crisis in the community they had been young people who were uh, unfortunately sexually uh, molested um, at a school and that's how a group of uh, the elderly ladies came together they came together to address a, 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 you know a difficult time in the community a 67 children apparently were molested at a school and uh, the ladies decided to pull themselves together and and go get assistance wherever they could that's how the the club was formed um, I'll be speaking to some of the the, the young kids who who made this i suppose i mean it's it's not really a good story but the the kids that that um were the reason this whole thing uh started because now obviously they've got a, a quite a relationship with the children the elderly ladies and gentlemen i'm amazed they go out into schools they they read stories to children they go out they do some oral storytelling as well they have also been quite instrumental in a lot of things that happen in this community safety is a big thing that they're focusing on as well um cleansiness it is spotless if you just look around here it is spotless and i am just so encouraged they do a little bit of aerobics as well all those wonderful things so really we're here to celebrate more than anything just what a wonderful initiative they have put together and their role in this community but another issue that we you know we touched on a little bit earlier on is issues of health so they gather themselves and they obviously do a lot for the community but they also have have their own health issues they've got issues with uh, social issues as well so we also decided to invite on to the show today Karen Willemser who is a former national director of Parkinson's Association of South Africa as we know Parkinson's is a disease that does target um, many uh, elderly people it, it's often when you think Parkinson's you think of its its relationship with senior senior citizens so Karen thank you very very much for joining us today good afternoon what a pleasure and thank you so much for the invitation Karen, in the work that you do with uh, that you've obviously over the years you've witnessed this the the impact that uh, Parkinson's disease has on our society. Do we have clear documentation of how big it is? Unfortunately, there are no statistics available in South Africa on the extent of Parkinson's, but we do use the international, um, if I can say, indications that one two uh, percent of the population over the age of fifty-six might be affected with Parkinson's. But in recent mm. years, we have seen that younger people are being affected as well or being diagnosed with Parkinson's as young as in their 20s. 
Oh my goodness. Karen, the, the, the issue with Parkinson's as well is that we, we don't really know what causes it. I mean, that isn't that part of the problem that we, we're not sure, we don't have our finger on the pulse of what causes Parkinson's and that's obviously why it's so difficult to treat. Um, yes, you're absolutely correct. Um, there, there are a number of things that, that can play um, a role into why people get Parkinson's. If we think about Muhammad Ali, he has severe trauma to the head that eventually led to the dopamine that causes you to have smooth movement um, to die off, and that caused his Parkinson's. But in most cases, it is atypical Parkinsonism, which may, um, which is not atypical, excuse me, which is um, a, a form of Parkinson's that you do not know the, the, the origin of. The dopamine dies off, but you can't really say why. In some cases, it might be hereditary, uh, hereditary in some cases, mm-hmm. it might be due to pesticides. They were exposed to pesticides, um, herbicides. But in, in the majority of cases, it is idiopathic Parkinson's disease, which means sure. the cause is unknown. And and what what you know? Obviously, you sometimes hear these headlines where you say, uh, "If you eat this, it will prevent you, likely prevent you from Parkinson's." Any truth to to all of those headlines that we get to see where diet, for instance, is related to to the disease itself? Uh, see, there's a, there's a huge amount of of, of truth to um, how and what you eat with Parkinson's, but nothing that will mm-hmm. prevent the dopamine from dying in in the brain. Uh. Dopamine. Is, is a neuro, uh, uh, you get between two neurons. It sends the message from one neuron to the next neuron. So that is the, if I can say, the chemical messenger. Now that chemical messenger dies off. Um, and only when you lose 80% of that chemical, messenger, uh, chemical messengers that you develop the symptoms of Parkinson's. And there's nothing at this point in time that we can eat, that we can drink, that we can do to actually replenish or to replace the dopamine that we lost. Which is a difficult one because then the question then becomes how do we then make it easier to live with? For someone living with a person who, you know, has obviously got the disease now, the elderly, how do we better cope with this? The problem um, starts actually at a ground level where people do not Mm. have access to a neurologist. We, We all go to a doctor when you don't feel well. And research has shown us that by the time you actually um, develop your tremor, which is one of the symptoms, and I will give you the four symptoms, of the main symptoms of Parkinson's. You develop a tremor. Yes. And over a couple of years, um, you, 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 you find out that the tremor is, is there. That means, that means your Parkinson's have only has started 13 years prior. So it's a long process. For, sure. for the illness to actually manifest in a, in a form that the doctors can um, test for it. Now, there is no... Karen, Co- that's, quite, that's quite scary, Karen, to say <laughs> that you're saying that the minute you start seeing the symptoms, you, yes. you've been sitting with this disease for almost yes. 30 years. So, 13. I mean, that's yes. quite a... Cons- 13, one, three. One, three. 13 years, yes. It's, it's quite a concern. Let, let's talk about the, the symptoms quickly, Karen. So there is the obvious, the tremor. What are the other symptoms? The, the, the tremor, we, it's easy to, to remember the, the uh, symptoms of Parkinson's. is The C is for tremor. It is, we call it a, a resting tremor. You will shake, mm-hmm. your hand will shake in the form of 
full rolling, like you're rolling a, a ball between your thumb and your and your fingers, full rolling. Mm-hmm. Or in the olden days where they used to still count the money at the bank, that kind of movement with your fingers. That is a tremor, mm-hmm. but it's only at rest. When you put your hand to action, in most cases, the tremor will lessen or it will stop. Then there's the, the R um, for rigidity. They, the majority of people with Parkinson's suffer from rigidity. They battle to get out from a chair. They battle to turn around in bed. They battle to, to actually eventually button their shirts up. If there's a hole in, in the button, they, they battle to do that. They battle to brush teeth. The, the, the rigidity, the stiffness of the muscles take over. Then um, akinesia is for the um, uh, slowness in movement. It slows you down. It does not slow down the brain function. Um, brain mm. function is absolutely normal. There's nothing wrong with a person's brain that has Parkinson's. Only later stages of the illness, they might develop dementia. And then the, the last one is C, and that is postural instability. You would see um, people bent over with their posture, stooped over, and they have a shuffle walk. And those are the main symptoms that we are looking for. But that is only the motor symptoms. There's a host of non-motor symptoms that can actually present itself as well. And one of the first symptoms that, um, that, has been, that has been clarified now is you lose the sense of your olfactory senses. You, you lose the sense of smell and taste, and that is a non-motor movement symptom. So most people will have, would not even know that they've lost their sense of smell. It's only when they develop Parkinson's and you go back in history, they say, oh my goodness, you know what, it's been five years that I've lost my sense of smell. That is the first symptom of Parkinson. Listen, Karen, I mean, there's a lot, obviously, and people's symptoms are different. People's yes. individual experiences yes. is different. Is there any way that anyone who's, who's, who's probably, you know, maybe not sure if I've already got it, I don't have it, a support a space where they can call maybe and get some help? They are most um, welcome to, to call me, and I can direct them to see a neurologist. Um, we would like them to, to continue with a, with a uh, general practitioner, but we would like them to see a neurologist that specializes in the brain because it's an illness of the brain, specializing in the, in the brain, uh, see a neurologist, get medication, go on medication because what we want them is to have the best quality of life possible. Mm, remember that Parkinson's yep. is not an illness that will kill you. You cannot die of Parkinson's. But it is a progressive illness that will get worse in time. So in time, um, your your movement will be basically non-existent. Yeah. Obviously, the, the the whole the whole point of all of this is to slow down the progressiveness of the disease. Yes, really appreciate correct. your time, Karen. There are medications that can help. There are wonderful medications on the market that can help people uh, live a wonderful, good quality of life. And there's obviously also an operation, which I'm sure you. You have read about the deep brain stimulation um, operation, and that can assist people in, in, in replacing, not replacing, um, just temporarily replacing the dopamine in the, in the brain. It's like taking a, a normal headache tablet. As the pill wears off, your symptoms come back. So you have to be on medication constantly. Karen Willemser, who's a former national director of the Parkinson's Association of South Africa, and that conversation will be available as a podcast.